In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. For our high school youth group for this semester, what we've been doing is every Monday that we meet, we focus on one of the aspects of the upcoming Sunday's gospel passage. And today, obviously being Palm Sunday, for the most part, for most people, is about Jesus' triumphant entry into Jerusalem. Uh, him riding humble and meek as a different kind of king than most kings on a donkey, coming into uh, Jerusalem with all the people around him cheering, especially those who were following him, putting down their cloaks on the ground, laying down olive branches on the ground, shouting Hosanna to the son of David. But one of the other aspects of this gospel passage, which we just read, is when Jesus subsequently enters the temple in Jerusalem and drives out those individuals who are exchanging money and selling animals for sacrifices. And Jesus reacts in a way that we don't usually see him react throughout the rest of the Gospels. Someone can describe him as having righteous anger in this specific instance. Now, when we talked about this this past Monday with our high school students, we said there are two kinds of people in the world. There are those who are kind of OCD about everything, who need everything to be in its proper place, who need everything to be organized. And there are, on the other hand, there are those who are lazy about everything, who don't really care if things are out of order, who, th who think it's normal to have things out of their proper place. Jesus is showing us that he is the first kind of person in this gospel passage today. We, we need to know a couple things about the temple to really understand this and to really apply this to ourselves. Is it wrong to sell animals for the purpose of sacrifices in the temple? No, that's not wrong in itself. People need animals to offer in the temple as sacrifices. Is it wrong to exchange money to, to be someone who converts one kind of money for another? No, that's not necessarily wrong in itself, but maybe there's a time and place for it. What we know about where these specific people were is that they were doing this activity, exchanging money and selling animals for profit in a specific part of the temple called the Court of the Gentiles. In the organizational structure of the temple, this was the part of the temple where Gentiles would come to worship the one true God, the God of Israel. This is where people would travel from all over the known world to come to the famous temple of Jerusalem, the magnificent temple of Jerusalem, to come and worship the, the one true God. They would make a, a journey to come here, a prime place for worship. So, in other words, this was the prime place for worship. And again, where this business was happening was in this court of the Gentiles where these pagans, these people who are non-Jews, I'm sorry, would come and worship God. So for this stuff to happen, for animals to be sold, for money to be exchanged, there was a time and place, and this was not it. 
Jesus comes into the temple and sees this happening and reacts with a righteous sort of anger because things are not in their place. And it's not just clothes or dishes that are not in their place. The place meant for God's worship was obstructed. Worship was prevented from happening in the right way, in the correct way, in the pure way, and Jesus sought to correct that. Knowing this, we should also remember what St. Paul says in his letters when he tells us that we're called to be temples of God's dwelling, temples of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we have the Jerusalem temple, and Jesus saw what was going on, what was going on with it and corrected it, but we also are called to be temples. We also must look at ourselves and see if we're organized within ourselves or if we're disorganized. Is everything in order? Is everything in its place? Or is there chaos in our internal state of affairs? One of the most common things we can identify when we talk about the purity of our bodies, the purity of our temples, is how far we go when it comes to temptations of sins that regard lust, for example. And we definitely try to emphasize that point, especially with our high school students that I was mentioning. But there are so many ways that impurity can enter into our temples. There are so many different sins, whether it's having hate for others, holding grudges, belittling others, mocking others, gossiping about others, being greedy when it comes to material things, loving other things more than we love God and other people that surround us. Brothers and sisters, there's so many different ways that chaos can enter into our temples. There's so many different ways that things can become out of order when they should be organized, when things should take, when certain things should take priority over other things. And some of those things that we do, some of the things that we do with our bodies are not evil necessarily. Some of the things we think about, some of the places we go to, some of the things that we like to do with other people are not evil necessarily. But there is a time and place for things. There is an order that things are supposed to follow. And Jesus shows us that in the way that he enters the temple today and brings everything into order. Another thing that we can pick up from this gospel passage, especially when we see it from the perspective that our bodies are temples, is that what we do with our bodies matters. It matters because it affects the state of our souls. And we really have to examine the state of our souls this week, this holy week, where we are called as Christians, as baptized Christians, to enter into the Paschal mystery of Christ, to enter especially into His passion, and realize what it means that we have sinned, what it means that we have let things get out of order in our bodies and in our souls, and how Christ corrects it, how Christ shows us what true love is, how Christ shows us the depths of His love, His love for the Father and His love for us, all of which amounts to self-giving love. This is really the perspective that we ought to take when it comes to, the, to this week. Let us examine ourselves, brothers and sisters, 
Let us ask ourselves, if Christ were to enter the temple of our bodies, what would he find there? Would he find chaos? Would he find distraction because of all the temptations that are before us? Or would he find a heart that is willing to sacrifice itself for the love of God and for the love of others? Amen.